Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Friends, I am so thankful you are here for the Saddle Up segment where we really saddle up and learn some growth tips and tools that have helped me in my life. It's one of my favorite segments. Stay tuned. Hey, listeners. Okay, this Saddle Up segment is part two from last week's Saddle Up segment on people-pleasing, where I really, well, get um, very opened. It's a little embarrassing, but it's good stuff. I'm going to take this, go a different angle and you're going to, you're going to giggle because of what happened to me. And it's hard for me to talk about kind of, so, you know, we're, you're, I'm growing this business. I'm just a person, right? Just like, like every, all, everyone sitting out there listening. And I've been, you know, you hear things. It's like, you got to go, you got to go on TikTok. You got to do TikToks. Well, my youngest daughter is so embarrassed and telling me, please don't do it. But, but I did it. And so I, I felt really moved one day and I'm really trying to focus this on, I really have such pure, my desire to do this is to really help people and to share things that I learn. And I heard something really moving from a podcast that I had listened to the add my lap podcast. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm just going to do it. It's something scary that I don't usually do. And I held the camera up and I, I didn't look perfect, right? But I'm I'm trying to be authentic and I'm sitting out in my barn and I did my little TikTok and I was, oh, I was so pleased with myself. I felt so good that I had the courage to do something scary, right? Yeah. So then um, I go and, you know, you can't help but look and see, like, has anyone commented? Are there any views? Well, there was a real nice gal who made a comment about, I, I have had the same hair for 30 years. So I'm like, <laughs> and then I was just like, I'm a people pleaser. I want everyone to love me. Like everything about me, I want them to love. I don't want them to say that. And so then um, I did a laughy face and I said, ha, yep. Thanks for pointing that out or something. And then I went and I looked at her, I don't know what it's called, wherever you, her profile. profile. She's yep. never posted anything. And right. then I thought of Brene Brown when she said, if you're not in the pool with me, lady, you got nothing to say. So when you're out here trying to help people and change their lives and make it better after divorce, then you can say something about my hair if you need to, but you're not yeah. even in the pool. Right. So, so, so I kind of, I think though, I felt a little bit like, Maybe I buffered with a little bit of um, humor. Like I tried to make it funny, like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. 
And this is interesting too. I think I always want my husband to see me as perfect. So I almost didn't want to share this story with him. Mm. I I did. I told Mm. him, you know, so he can see the Lisa and all of her glory. And he said, well, I tell you, I like your hair up too. Why don't you wear it up sometimes? Leave it to a man to go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) So then... Um, but I, you know, so then I sat with it a while and I thought, why is this bothering me? Because the more I put out there, the more I do, this people pleaser is going to have to come to grips that not everybody is going to like what I say and, and what I wear and what I'm doing. And I need to be okay with that. And I, I want to get to the point where it just flows right off me that I don't have to make up a funny story about it. So I sat and I looked at it and I thought, Interestingly enough, I've been wanting to cut my hair (laughs) because I've been feeling because it is true. It's been this way a long time. And then I thought, and that's okay if you like it that way. And it's been this way forever. That's okay too. Mm -hmm. But so I think it, it really hurt because I'm like, I'm going in Thursday guys. So yeah, I I got a date scheduled for a hairdo. (laughs) (laughs) But are you doing it for reasons that you want to do it? Or are you doing it because you want to please this woman that you don't even know? Nope, not at all. And that's what I wanted to be really careful about. Because the reason that it's so long is because my darling friend who does my hair is a little younger than me. And she loves long hair. Well, quite a bit younger. Loves long hair and doesn't want me to let it go gray or to cut it. And so I've been hanging on to that when I've really just am feeling ready to get a little more of a polish. And I can tend to let it go a really long time because when you don't have to color it, you don't go in and get it trimmed. And I think I will feel better. I think I have been wanting to take care of myself and Mm -hmm. and do that. So I think that that was kind of a little bit of a take the sword and well, I have so many things that I want to say about this. So how much time do we have here? We got time, baby. All right. Okay. (laughs) First off, I want you to answer the question. What was the gift and the opportunity that came from this experience? Well, the gift and the opportunity was that I did something really scary. And the worst thing that I thought could happen, happened. Someone said something mean about the way I look for God's sakes. Okay. And so, so I, I did that and I'm alive and I did another one after it with okay. worse hair, worse okay. hair Amazing. Sitting by my saddle. So I, so I did that. So I had the courage, I had the courage to do that. And I am so thankful that I sat and I realized what I was feeling and I didn't want to buffer it and laugh about it with friends. <laughs> Can you believe this lady said, no, it, I didn't want to buffer it because it did hurt and it allowed me to look inside myself. And it also pushed me to make the decision that I've been wanting to make, but that my cute little stylish hairdresser friend didn't want me to make. Yeah. Yeah. How, what are your feelings towards this woman? The one who said something? Uh-huh. I don't think I really have any. Okay. Amazing. Right? Like you're not, because the only person that's going to feel those feelings is you. And mm-hmm. so if you're pretty indifferent about it, I'd say that's a win, right? You're yeah. also able to see the gift and the opportunity because it's actually leading you to do something that you've mm-hmm. wanted to do. Amazing. I also want to just ask you, how do you think you'll become the person that just allows 
those kind of comments to roll That's off good your question. I think by um, committing to the idea that I don't want to feel that way. So I've made that decision that I don't want her to affect me. And then I just, by being courageous and continuing to do things, because it's not the first time that something like similar has happened. It's the first time it's happened to me on social media. I've ever been bashed there. Um, so, and to know that it's probably going to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. and it might always be a little uncomfortable. You know how those feelings don't stop. Like mm -hmm. me doing something that my husband doesn't really want to do might feel uncomfortable forever, but I can still get better at it. And I've learned that from things that I've done and learned from you, like doing this podcast, yeah. this podcast is such a joy to me. It is, I love sitting down with people one-on-one -on -one and having a cup of coffee. I get to do that more than once a week. Yeah. And I have had so many amazing people. I have learned so much, but I didn't want to do it when I first started. When I first started, I was terrified. I was shaking. I was sick to my stomach. I hated it for a long time. Yeah. But I just kept thinking, don't forget that you do like this and let's see if it gets easier and if it wouldn't have gotten easier i could have stopped right right yeah getting better at you know allowing things to be uncomfortable does not look like doing things with an expectation that uncomfortable is going to go away mm -hmm. it's actually doing things with an expectation that uncomfortable is probably going to always exist and you're, what you're actually getting better at is allowing it to be there. That's what it looks like to live that more expansive life. It's like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. And I'm perfectly capable, dare I say confident, that I can handle uncomfortable. Well, and isn't it interesting, Tracy, by just kind of being aware, this is so interesting to me, and maybe you understand this better than I do, being aware of how I feel, like being aware that I am uncomfortable or I'm anxious or whatever that feeling is, takes its hold off of me somehow. 100%. What is that? I don't yeah. know what it is. Because those unwanted feelings, guilt, shame, fear, they only exist in the dark. The intensity of them is far greater in the dark you yeah. shine a light on it and it takes the intensity away it doesn't completely extinguish it but it definitely dulls the intensity and then from there we go into that expectation that life is 50 50. we right. are going to experience the uncomfortable and the comfortable and where we thrive is with the understanding that we're capable of handling the uncomfortable. Where we start to like, you know, flounder is when we think that we are incapable of handling the uncomfortable. I love that you're saying this because it's it's true of the podcast. You know, I had I not felt uncomfortable, 
that this that actually went away. I don't feel uncomfortable anymore doing it. So sometimes maybe it does go away. But I don't think that it always does. And, you know, I've talked in, in podcast past about my anxiety and how working with you through self made you got me off the anxiety medication got me so that I could see my mind, but I still had like, Certain nights I would wake up in the middle of the night feeling anxious. Interestingly enough, it only happens if I have a glass of wine before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I don't know the what behind it, but it happens. But now if I, I probably have a glass of wine once a week, you know, and, and on the weekend. And I know that I, I, I'll probably wake up with anxiety. And now I go, oh, yep, that's my anxiety. Uh -huh. So you know, I was thinking maybe I need to go into really deep therapy. Maybe I do. I don't know. But even me just realizing that uh -huh. has made it less. And then I just go back to sleep where before I would sit there and be like, ah, why am I feeling this? And it, yeah. it's just and now better understanding yourself allows you to have more control. You can say you can ask yourself, is it worth it? Like I know based on past evidence, I know that if I drink this glass of wine, it's mm -hmm. likely I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And I today, right now, this very minute, always have a choice. Yep. And so it's the difference is whether you're going to just kind of ride this wave of unintentional and then in retrospect going, well, I don't know why that's happening and feel almost victim to waking yes. up the night with anxiety versus being intentional, asking mm -hmm. yourself the question, is it worth it? Because right. I get to make that decision. I have a choice here and taking ownership of it. It's so power, powerful. And I never any longer feel like I'm missing out by not, by not having wine. I feel like a total choice. You know, yeah, there are nights when you want to, if someone's sipping wine that you want to, but I know that I have a big day tomorrow or I want to have be my best. And, and then there are times when I go to a winery and yeah, I want to try a glass of whatever it is. And it feels so different. Like there's no hold on me anymore because right. of that being intentional. And it's kind of the same with food. You know, it's the same, same story. Yeah. It's the difference of feeling out of control and feeling in control. And it right. all comes back to learning how to think differently. And it's understanding yourself, S-E-L-F, start with a decision, right. self-sabotage, leverage those prodigy brain strengths like empathy, discovery, innovation, and finish with a decision. Mm -hmm. Those four steps change lives. They change oh. the trajectory of your life. Amen. They the moment by moment experience of your life. Yep. You learn how to do those four steps, everything changes. It's so amazing. And I just want to say, we cannot change the circumstance. We cannot control the circumstance. And so when you say you have control, I don't have control over the circumstance. I don't have control that people are stopping by with a bottle of wine, right. but I do have control over what I do. And that has made all the difference. You have like every bit of control over how you're going to think and feel. Period. Yeah. You do. And it's just whether you have an awareness of when to flex that muscle because yeah. if you're it's just which part of the brain are you going to operate from? The unintentional or the intentional part. And I get people that are like, "Isn't it exhausting to have to always be operating from your prodigy brain?" You know, I would say 
it's exhausting when I'm in this mode of suffering. That's when Amen. comes in. Amen. It is not exhausting. It is like flow. Yeah. You know, it, it is very, very different. It takes the work to get there to learn how. So Tracy, our time is ticking away. This has been so amazing. I'm so thankful that you were here. I'm excited to get this out. And, you know, I just want to say, we're going to try to do this more regularly again. We kind of fell off a little bit, maybe once a month. So listeners, if any of you want a topic, or even if you want to jump on, you can be anonymous, you can you can just jump on with us and you want to be coached. It's kind of fun and it can change your life. It's changed mine. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, Tracy, for being here and for helping me. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.